Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and this week's episode of The Bachelor had all the makings of a classic episode. An uncomfortable pageant, a bachelor responding I love that after a contestant opened up, and a final rose that we all saw coming. And while there was plenty of drama on screen, there's also some off-screen tea that we need to unpack about the Askin ladies. And joining me to talk about it all is Us Weekly senior writer, Shelby Stavali. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. Shelby, let's set the scene for the episode. After our cold open, where we know we're going to get some drama, Jesse Palmer, he informs us that there's 18 women left on Joey's journey. And according to Jesse Palmer, Joey can see a future with all of them. And he delivers the news that there will be two group dates, one one-on-one, which is quite literally the format of the show, but they're all shook. And tell me about what you were thinking going into this episode, going into the season. Where are you on Joey? Has it changed since the season has gone on? I know you were a fan when they announced him. I am a big Joey lover. I don't think anything's changed, really. I think he's doing a really good job. Um, I just, my only thing is how, which I know we're going to get to, how do we feel that he's handling this drama? I think was my big question at the end of the night. One thing I did notice that, I don't know if you noticed that I thought was weird, and I don't think they've ever done this before, when Jesse Palmer walked in, his age was on the screen. So they started showing Jesse Palmer's age a couple years ago. I don't remember why. It, I think it was some another version of Age Gate, which we're going through again right now. Yes, always the Age Gate. Yes. This is this episode I really enjoyed, but it was a very I feel like I've seen this film before in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. So I'm excited to be able to break it down with you and, you know, look at the past, the present, and the future. Wow, okay, I love that. <laughs> and you are right, because going off from our first group date, the Mrs. Wright pageant, a pageant on The Bachelor is simply a tale as old as time. Yeah. We've I was having Olivia Caridi flashbacks oh. to Ben Higgins season, jumping out of the cake. But then, you know, in their defense, I don't want to jump ahead too far, but if someone asked me to come up with a talent on the spot, I simply don't know what I would do. I don't have any talents. Let me say something. Singing is not the first choice I would pick. Poor and Edwina. I was going to say, I commend Edwina for doing that. And, you know, Joey seemed to really enjoy it. He said she was fantastic, obviously quipping about it but um yeah that was not a choice I would have picked neither is cheerleading dancing flipping you know pretty much any of those I mean if I could do a backflip I think I'd go with that yeah but I can't I feel like a live reading is where I would thrive like you know a paragraph from a book that I enjoy that's all I've got oh maybe I'd write like an acoustic poem yeah like Joey J is for (laughs) Joey (laughs) O is for Olivia Caridi jumped out of a cake when she did this 
Um, you know what I mean? E like, is for... E is for... Um, Edwina singing. Edwina singing. And Y is for your wife. Yes. Who is oh, me. Oh, look at that. Yes. We won the pageant already, just the we, two of us. We did win the pageant. The pageant, which as we mentioned, included um, the talent portion. It also included the Lazy Sunday Fitwear which went from like silky PJs to Maria in a gray hoodie that she wrote a message I couldn't quite decipher on. No, but Kelsey A, her outfit was cute with the tennis patches. Um, I right. really liked that one. She blew me away during this day. Kelsey I, A. She was not on my... You and Joey both. Yes, she was not on my radar at all. And now I'm like, she's going to make it far, I think. I really liked her and I'm very happy. She kind of, I feel like it is giving unsung hero vibes mm -hmm. a little bit and it's going to come out a little bit on top, Dark I think. horse. Yeah. I think she's our dark horse. She does get that group date rose. Um, Kelsey A, he definitely likes her. Um, in the talent portion, as we mentioned, Edwina singing. There was someone pulling a Tom Sandoval trumpet act. Yes. That was tough to hear. Yes. Um, Sydney is the cheerleader with the biggest bow I've ever seen in my life, was what I wrote down. Um, we'll get to Sydney in a second. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, Lexi, who kisses him as her talent and wins for being the best kisser. Now, this was a choice. Probably not made by Joey and probably made by either the producers or the Askin ladies. Yeah. If you watch The Golden Bachelor, you know the Askin ladies, they, you know, they, they're not dead yet. Let's put it that way. No. They were not afraid to, to go for it. They, yes, the question, the Q&A portion, I wish they asked more fun questions, but it was like not, but they were asking, you know, they were going for it with like the sex related questions, yeah. but I'm like, you guys could have gotten down to the nitty gritty. Like we all watched you on Golden Bachelor. We know your personalities. Yeah. I think the, the Q and A had, it was like fun, but I think they even should have showed more, more of that. Um, and less of whatever the talents were. Because um, that yeah. is also, like, the silly part of the show. And I think the Q&A, it brought in a, a nice part of Joey, too. Like, he was being funny. Um, which is always nice when we see these people's personalities a little bit. So, overall, like, the pageant's cute. It's fine. But I kind of actually, I mean, there was a little backlash among the women. A little discourse about Lexi winning. Maria, specifically, um, who... I mean, I could go on for 25 minutes about people who identify as introverts who simply are not introverts. Um, Maria, who one minute is the person who's going to do a quick change and perform on this stage, and then because Joey says he's a low-key person, is now identifies as an introvert. Yeah. Don't love that for us. I, I don't. I don't really do with introvert-extrovert labels overall. Don't come for me. I think we're all a little bit of both. I agree. Um, but that, to me, was a big moment of Maria, who I honestly, like, I think is getting a little bit of the, you know, getting the short end of the stick in some of the drama. But in that moment, I was like, I really feel like I just saw you change your narrative because you saw Joey change his narrative. Um, well, one thing, sorry, before no, we go, go on about Maria is if you notice, she jumped into his arms when they ran into the... the but she's an introvert. Right. But that was also awkward because I don't think Joey was kind of expecting that. I feel like that's something, yes, it's Bachelor iconic. Everyone does it. Save it for a one-on-one, -on -one, maybe. Your that's hometown. how I feel about that. Your hometown. And... Also, one thing about Maria is when she spoke to Joey about her upset about Lexi's kiss, she kind of came for him. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's strong-willed, which I think he handles, he handles the one-on-one -on -one conversations well. I agree. The group ones we'll get to, maybe not so much, but he, he does handle conversations really well where he does that thing that good bachelors do where they make you feel like you're the only one they're talking to. Yes. And he's great at that, and he's definitely navigating a lot of personalities, and he's lifting them all up. Like, he's not being like which we'll get to, the woman who has the curse on her family. Some of his comments, I'm like, wow, like, Joey, you are, and I, I'm buying it. I, I don't know if you're just really good at this or you are genuine in the moment, but I'm buying some of the stuff you're selling. But I, I almost expected more backlash to the Lexi winning for 
the kissing thing. I thought they were going to come for her. I thought maybe they were going to be a little bit more upset just because that, that when they kiss in front of each other, there's usually some tension. Yeah. And because that isn't a quote-unquote talent, like, it's not fair. I, I kind of understood Maria's points, but she feels like the only one who, maybe they cut it out. But I was like, kind of expecting more backlash and uproar. I think this also goes back to the, I've seen this film before. It, that's always what happens. Maybe yeah. this time around they were just like, okay, we don't need to be living okay. through this same exact conversation that we've had. Because there always is that one girl who does break out and go rogue and make out with The Bachelor during a group date. There's always that one every season. So it's like, I feel like maybe behind the scenes, they were just like, we don't need the same conversation again with this. Okay, fair. Okay, fair. Um, People, I like Lexi. I think he likes Lexi. I think Lexi and Kelsey A definitely were like the winners of this date, even though um, only like one won the pageant and one won the group date rose. I think they both are in the back in Joey's head like gonna get one-on-ones in your future definitely like in his top at this point with like Daisy definitely the Daisy the Daisy he loves Daisy he loves Daisy and I want to move on but and we'll circle back to the Medina Sydney Maria of it all when we talk at the end of the episode we can go back to how it kind of started in the group date because I want to take a minute to talk about the Askin drama off screen okay have you heard about this no I've heard you told me a little bit briefly before we started recording but I'm very interested to get into this because I I thought like they were the besties they're like the four the core four I know they were the core four from the Golden Bachelor if you didn't watch the Golden Bachelor and you're watching Joey's season one I'm surprised but welcome back um if you if you did miss it it was wild television and also sad and emotional, um, but great. I, I did like The Golden Bachelor quite a bit. And in addition to Teresa and Gary, you know, getting their love story, we got Askin, which is obviously April, Susan, Kathy, and Nancy. And they became the, the through four best friends anyone could have. Yeah. Both. And then AB, they kept working with ABC, too. It was interesting. They would put that. They put them in, like, a Christmas commercial. They had them at the Golden Wedding, obviously. They brought them back for Joey season. And this is before, we have to think, they're filming this in, like, late September, early October, Golden Bachelor had either just started airing or hadn't been airing yet. So these women have no, the Joey's contestants have no idea who these four women are. No, but they were very, no as idea. always, them being very excited when someone comes in, yeah. even though they have no idea who they are. No idea who they are. <laughs> so they're there, right? And this, again, is October-ish, so they're still best friends. We know they're going to be best friends for the next couple months. But just last month, in January, there was drama because they were going on a trip to St. Martin, and... April ended up not going on the trip. And I guess it was, like, established in Bachelor Nation, those who are really following the Golden Bachelor ladies, that this trip was happening. So when April wasn't there, alarms went off. The fans, the Reddit sleuths, the TikTokers, they were like, where is April? Like, what happened to Askin? So April took to Instagram, and she posted a very lengthy explanation about why she wasn't on this trip to St. Martin. And at first it's like, oh, like, the doubts protest too much, like you have a lot of reasons why you couldn't go on this trip. Why did you ever sign up? But then it gets really shady. So she wrote, only, this is in part, so she said, first she said she couldn't get off work. Then she said she had a roof leak. And then she said she wanted to prioritize her son because her and her son okay. are at a tough place in their life and it's her son's birthday. Okay. So we're getting family drama, we're getting housing issues, we're getting need to go to work. But then she wrote, only three people knew I canceled and I offered to pay for fee- any fees I might have cost them. So whoever sent you Please respect me and don't follow me for their dark feeling dealings. This is adult bullying, trigger word this week, and it is a low, dense energy. This is a poor example of what adult females should act like. I seriously feel you feel like I'm on Golden Bachelor Part 2 and I'm the new Teresa being targeted. Shame on you. So this feels like a message not only to the other ladies of Askin, but also like to her insinuating that the ladies of Askin, Askin have unleashed Bachelor Nation like on her. 
I feel like this is a pointed attack towards Kathy. Well, good point, because after that, she was commenting with, she was interacting with her followers. April's, the April stands were hyping her up in the comment section, as they do. And they said, one of them sent her, April responded a heart emoji to a commenter who called Kathy a bully, envious, and a no-filter, classless tyrant. Oh my goodness. And then, in another commenter, wrote that the other women blocked April on Instagram, to which April responded, I've been very sad when they blocked me, so my social media helper, how do I get that job, did it back. All middle school and beneath what I want to represent to young women. I've never had it go this way. So, like, what happened to Ask It? What? I need to know about the St. Martin trip. I need to know. Wow. I have a lot of questions. We have to briefly unpack this for sure. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for April because I feel like she was, like, fun. I liked April. I never had anything. I don't have anything against any of these women. They're great. They... I loved the Golden Bachelor ladies. You're not one ladies. of the dark dealings. No, no, no. I'm not April. a dark healing. Please don't come for me, April. She's I love not a you. Dementor. You're a queen. <laughs> um, but no, I just am. A, yeah, the, the point of attack definitely was at Kathy, and mm-hmm. I think you can see that in the Teresa mention. Yes, because obviously, good point. Yeah, if you don't know, if you don't watch the Golden Bachelor, Teresa and Kathy had a little bit of a rift. Yes. Uh, we should say during the season they did. So I need someone else to weigh in on this situation. I can't. Did you know about the St. Martin trip before? I didn't. I was not. Oh. I, I was. I dabble with Askin. You know, yeah. I, I watched The Golden Bachelor. I mentioned I loved it. I follow Gary and Teresa. I follow Leslie. I was much more concerned about, like, let's get Leslie to be Golden Bachelorette. Like, what's, what are we doing with The Golden Bachelorette? I thought Askin was good. I didn't know I needed to keep in tabs. No, they... I thought we were safe. I thought the friendship was good. I thought... I didn't know we needed Andy and a camera. Yeah. I, I was like, these people are, 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 are good. They're BFFs forever. So I was... When I was looking up Askin, when I saw they were on, I, I saw this was this discourse. I saw this very long Instagram caption of April's in which I spent all this time in her comment section and I was I was upset the St. Martin trip they think they mentioned during the Golden Bachelor or they mentioned somewhere maybe okay. it was the women tell that I was like oh okay and so this is definitely not the first I'm hearing okay, of this you knew you knew there was something uh, a brewing I didn't didn't um particularly know that April was missing from the trip however <laughs> I was like I'm glad that they're all hanging out but this I think this what this whole thing proves is that no matter how old we get the drama never stops it's so upsetting honestly <laughs> and my mom used to warn me about this when I would look at her and be like you know, dealing with your middle school drama, your high school drama, your college drama, your young adult drama. And she would just be like, you know what, Sarah, it never ends. And now she's off, you know, has a lot of great friends, but she sometimes has to call me and tell me that something happened at Mahjong. Yeah. You know, like. No, my, my mom's the same way. It's like, it's very much this never ends. And it never, and it's sad to know that we will always have to deal with this. It is. It is quite sad to know. Um, going back to Joey's girls, um, we'll get to his drama in a minute. Let's briefly touch on Jen, one-on-one date. She's fine. Um, it was cute. I, I thought the date was cute. She, okay. I expected, I don't know what I expected from her, but I think it was a little bit more than I expected. Okay. Um, I don't surf. I don't think I'll ever get on a surfboard, so I really do commend her for doing that. It seems like, I don't, sports for me, where my two feet are firmly on the ground, is where I like to stay. I don't like to be on a board. I don't like to be on wheels, skates, any of that. Fair. So good for her for, you know trying something new. Um, I agree. Yeah. The thing I didn't like about this date, which it, it was like, had all the uh, setup to be one of the more organic dates on The Bachelor, right? We're not like playing capture the flag. Right. We're not, you know, rolling around in paint. We're not doing a hot pepper eating contest. Like oh. we're doing things that Joey likes to do and that he would, you would potentially do with your partner if you're late in Eastern out in Brody and you go surfing in the morning. But it felt so produced to me, the lying on the beach in their wetsuits making out, Maybe I just had the ick because she kept calling him my mans, and that's just something I don't 
I don't get behind. Um, but also, like, at the end, the, like, lame light display of will you accept this rose, like, that was giving to me third attempt. Like, the energy they had in it was like, oh, this is, like, she's not excited by this. Oh, it's, it was going to say, will you marry me? Like, this was their third try. Like, this was, like, a director having to come in. Like, the lights didn't. I would, I'd bet money. If I was a betting woman, which I am, money that they had to do those let the light show more than once. Well, that and, you know what? I thought something very similar. Well, I actually really want your take on their, the dinner part of their date being in the oh. cemetery. You know, you know, a choice, a choice by The Bachelor, as always. And also, like, when they talk about their parents, it always just makes me laugh because it's like, what is, insert whoever parent, they do it every year, t- thinking right now as their kid is just putting their family on blast. Yeah, but I feel like at a, to a point it is what they signed up for. Right. So, And I mean, it sounds like her dad deserved it. It didn't sound great. Oh, yeah, no, it didn't sound great. And I think Joey's, rea- it's always interesting to watch the men's reaction, or the women, but mostly the men's reaction to something so serious mm. like that. And so I think Joey's reaction was, you know, he was being very empathetic towards her. I feel yeah. like he was getting a little bit teary-eyed. He's empathetic is a great word He's for a big empath. I, we would twitch, you know, big supporter of the empaths here. But um, Much more than the introvert. <laughs> Much more than the introverts. But going back to your produced thing, when they walked into the date, it, like walking up the stairs, it did look very produced. It looked yeah. very awkward. They're walking, like smiling. At the, like, I don't know if her eyes like flicked to the camera, but I was yeah. like, oh, that was kind of a weird. It was, it was, you're right. It did kind of give like these weird undertones that things yeah. had to be filmed more than once. And like nothing against Jen. I'm sure she's great. This is a weird, you know, environment. Joey, great. I think she's just giving like eighth place. Yeah. Okay, I think she, that's what I said. I feel like she goes a little bit further, but I don't know yeah. where it stands. But I like getting to know the women more on a level because it's like, yeah, for sure. It's this, especially this early, where you're like, okay, she has the family story that we can remember, and that's how we can set her aside from the other women going forward. And she says, "My man's yes." Um, the sports continue in Group D two with tennis and. Do you play tennis? No, but I loved the state for some reason. No, it was fun. I mean, I we have two pros. I wasn't familiar with them. Me either. Don't come for me. I, I read Carrie Soto. That's my tennis knowledge. Yeah. Um, I also t- played tennis for five days. Oh. Um, I went to camp, and I signed up for tennis as one of my, like, this was like a sleepaway camp, and I signed up for tennis as one of my activities, thinking they were going to teach me how to play tennis. No, oh. no, no. These were, like, tennis people, and it, tennis is hard. Yeah, it's hard. Like, and I don't have a lot of hand-eye coordination, Oh my God, tennis is so hard. I, but I would love to know how to play tennis. We had a tennis, and when I was in high school, we had like a tennis chapter, I guess, of gym class. So oh, we yeah. all had unit. to go out. Unit, yes. Chapter. Which I don't know. She liked books better than sports. That is a fact. Um, but I had to go outside, and, you know, I did stand with the racket. I, I did not participate. Gym class yeah. was not where I thrived. So no, not I a gym did. Class um, shout out to all my gym teachers in high school. But um, love you guys. But uh, yeah, so tennis is not my forte, but I, the costumes, can we please? Right. So, first of all, just Justice for Jess's cute workout dress that she had to change out of. Oh, all of their little tennis skirts. They looked so cute. Yeah, I know. I would love to play tennis because the fits are incredible. Well, I wanted to know, because they give the list of what they should pack. Do do you think that they told them, please pack a tennis outfit? Well, they know Joey's a tennis pro. Okay. So maybe, or maybe they provided, like, since it was part of the group date, the same way I assume they provided these ridiculous outfits. Yes. Um, When they were doing the intros, and I was like, there's a girl named Star on this season? And they're making her dress like a hot dog bun? Yes. I missed her. Star Girl? Star. Star was, I remember Star from when we did the um, post on usweekly.com of the women. Usmagazine.com. Usmagazine.com, where they did the the post of the women um, and looking at their faces. I do remember Star, but again, I did not know her until last night. No, I was like, oh, because it's always jarring at the group dates. You know, there's going to be people that just are in the background because the show doesn't give them any screen time. But then if they have like a moment in a group date, even like a silly one where their name pops up, I'm like, Star. Yeah. And she was a hot dog bun. These outfits were so stupid. The butter. Oh, I mean. The hat was, was so hilarious. Good. 
that, that was, was funny. so good. But overall, it was kind of stupid. But I guess it keeps it like a little more light and fun because, you know, it, it's it's it, it's a tennis is a two person game. It's not like we're out there playing volleyball where you can kind of hide in the back. Like, yeah, I would be very nervous if I had to go out there in front of these tennis pros, in front of Jesse Palmer commentating, in front of this guy who I'm trying to impress, who would probably want me to have some sort of tennis knowledge or talent if we dated watching me like so maybe I guess the costumes were the bachelor's way to one maybe give us something else to look at but also make it light and fun for the women am I trying to give them too much credit no I think no I think I agree with you it was definitely a way to keep like if they kept yes the outfits were cute but if they kept it I just don't think it would have been as fun if we just watched them in their outfits playing tennis especially if they weren't good right which I don't think they were yeah people watch tennis like it was like the bachelor open like let's not (laughs) let's not (laughs) the US were you sure the logo was not shaking no no, no, let's not compare it to the U.S. Open here at all, at any level. Um, Caitlin is the one who tells him that there's a curse on her family because they're all single. There, She has five sisters or something. They're all single. Um, I think it might be the hair. I just... I just... No offense to Caitlin. You're gorgeous. They all are. But what was happening during her hair on this date? Um, I just don't know... If the family curse is where I would start. The practical magic of it all. Right. If you're familiar with the the iconic Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman movie, if you're not, pause this and go watch it. Um, It is the best movie ever, but that is the same thing. And what I learned from that movie is you will die if you fall in love with Sandra Bullock or Nicole Kidman or or Joey or Caitlin. No, just kidding. Joey. Um, Watch out, Joey. But he, it's just another example. I would never share that story. It's so bad to say, but a lot of people would think that's a red flag. Yeah. And Joey spun it in this beautiful way of you don't need a man to feel validated. And I was like, snaps for fucking Joey. Yeah, he really, Joey really has a good job of making these women feel like they're on top of the world, which, I mean, I get it. It's, I mean, if he said what... I have to say what I wrote down. What did you write down? He said, it makes you special, not different to Daisy, in all caps. And I said, I will scream. Like, if someone said that to me, I think I would probably also want to marry him on the spot. So, honestly, I can understand where all these women are coming from. Because things like that, just, they really do, like, not to be cliche, but they really do, like, take your breath away. You're like, wow, someone thinks that highly of me. So, I understand where they're coming from. No, they're editing Joey beautifully. Or maybe he's just this amazing. I don't know. But it's he's incredible. Um, but, well, some people... Like I said, might think that's a red flag. I think Joey says group date bros. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not trying to be rude. Like, I don't think that is a red flag. You're not necessarily a reflection of your family. But I'm just saying some people might take it that way. Joey says group date bros. And then we get a KFC ad. No. The KFC ad <laughs> doesn't end at the pool party. <laughs> the KFC ad is crazy. And also, Joey turns into, like, this lame version of a cool rider. Um, coming up, like, on a moped. Like, that was not... He was no freaking Danny Zuko out there. The K- No, no, Can I tell you what took me out about the KFC ad? When, I don't remember whose confessional it was, said, we're in our bikinis eating KFC. Not a choice I would make. But go off, yeah. I guess. Go off, I guess. <laughs> I mean, there's been a lot of product placement on this in this franchise, yeah. right? But the zoom-ins of the biscuits, the endless buckets of chicken, the Colonel uh, Sanders, who is it? Yeah. Colonel uh, Sanders? I think so. Or is that the guy from Clue? The, uh, no, that's Colonel Mustard. Colonel Mustard, oh, whatever. The, the, the guy from KFC floats in the pool. I mean, what happened to our subtle, oh, you're like Cinderella on the stage, Jade Roper, and now we're going to lovely transition into a trailer for Cinderella at the actual commercial break. Yeah, well, there was the KFC commercial at the commercial break. I know, break. but we, why do we even need that? No. We, we watched a KFC ad. Yeah. And, and, and did it work? Kinda. Do I want those mashed potatoes for the first time in five years? Kinda. Yeah, kind of. I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, the Joey feeding, 
one of the women the mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese. That poor woman. No, it was too much. It, it was really. It was so stupid. On another level. <laughs> and I, I saw a lot of people on Twitter being like, or X, excuse me, um, that it's like, oh, this is why there was a drone. That they used a drone on one of these dates, and that's how the, they got the budget because they traded the KFC ad. They got Michael Bol- Bolton and they got the drone. No, the Michael Bolton. For I the can't. KFC. Yeah, yeah, for, for KFC. I mean, honestly, good for KFC. Like, I might be Googling my nearest KFC in the near future. Me too. However, it was just a lot, I think. And a pool party isn't, I don't know if that's fried chicken, the place no. to eat fried chicken. I know. But I don't know. I guess they could have had like a barbecue. Yeah. That would have been cute. I know. However, can we discuss how this date, the KFC ad aside, gets yes. off the rails real fast? Let's talk about it. So as I mentioned briefly during the first group date, that's when Medina kind of tells Joey about Agegate. She uses the trigger word of bullying. She, he asks, who made you feel that way? She says she doesn't want to say, which I understand why she did that, but don't tell him at all. You either have to commit to, like, telling him or don't. Yeah. That was stupid. Joey attempts to kind of, like, lay down the law. It just kind of causes more infighting between Sydney, then speaking up, saying she was also bullied. And at the KFC party is when Sydney tells Joey that Maria verbally attacked her, no. called her embarrassing, weird, and dumb. And then Joey kind of took those liberties, which I think that was Sydney taking some liberties from what really happened. And then yeah. Joey took more liberties when he gave the conversation to Maria and said that she cursed her out. And everyone just kept escalating this, where I went back to last week's episode. The only thing they showed us was that like group discussion of Maria being like, who said that? Like... Then Medina saying that she felt like she was being belittled and Sydney saying she overheard it. And Maria in her confessionals calling it dumb, saying this is crazy, this is nuts. They didn't show us any sort of you're embarrassing, you're weird, you're dumb, or cursing of anyone out. No, it's either we missed a chapter yeah. or this is a bad game of telephone. Yes, and probably both. Probably both. And Sydney, it's... I have a lot to say about the bullying word. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I love this franchise so much, obviously. I think we, as a franchise, as Bachelor Nation, take the word bullying and, like, bullying is a serious accusation. Same thing about, like, Real Housewives. Like, yeah. You're not bullying each other because, unless you're, if you're Monica and you're Reality Monticia, you're a bully. That's a bully. You, like, sought this out. You did this before you were on the show. You're posting negative things on social media. That a bully makes. The rest of you, you're on an equal opportunity playing field. You're getting paid to do this. Like, on this show, I don't think we're bullying each other. No. I think we're definitely a little bit of girl-on-girl crime. Yeah. You know, but Marie, I don't know if Maria did anything wrong besides being like, oh, I think that Medina does shouldn't feel old at 31. Yeah, maybe she's belittling her feelings a little bit, and she probably shouldn't have loudly spoken about her to everyone, but it sounds like she wasn't trying to hide it. No, and I and I don't even think, in all things, Maria and Medina, the things between them got, like, squashed it's real really fast. It's really Sydney's fault. It's really Sydney's fault, 100%. And, like, not to throw her under the bus, but I wrote, like, is it me or is this getting blown out of proportion? Allison said the same thing on the group day. She said this is getting blown out of proportion. That's how I felt. And then yeah. Sydney making those outrageous claims, like, yeah. attacking, like, that's crazy. Unless we didn't see that, I didn't think it was anything other than a civil conversation. And Sydney got up and walked away. Right. So it's like, okay, you took yourself out of the conversation. I don't know why this is continuing. Yeah. And then to continue speaking about it after the pool party when Maria was legitimately not speaking to you in any way, shape, or form. I'm just confused what went, like, what is going on? I mean, obviously the producers were like, Sydney, you have to tell Joey. Sydney, you have to tell Joey. Like, not letting them let it go. So that was... Obviously, a produced moment, which you have to remember, it's a show. This is what they wanted the narrative to be. But it's just a dumb fight. Usually, like, I can try to wrap my head around, okay, like, this is what this person's feeling or whatever. It's a lot of emotions. 
I Maria maybe is annoying to live with. I'll give them that. Yeah. But it feels like Sydney and Medina got this worked up in their head, and they let the producers also then really pile it on in which they feel like they're doing this like justice but the way it's coming across to the audience is like you made that up that's not what maria did yes she does seem annoying yeah she kind of i guess made fun of you for feeling insecure at being 31 but also she didn't curse you out and call you embarrassing dumb and stupid and all these things and it's it's from what we saw at least so it's hard to really feel for them it all just feels kind of stupid and joey we learned quickly, it does not necessarily navigate this the best, in which he was, during his conversation with Sydney, he was like, okay, you're probably right. And then during his conversation with Maria, he was like, oh, she's probably right. This is, his referee is not his, his he, forte. Uh, him saying in his confessional, I should have asked more questions, was probably the correct answer. The most relatable yes. Joey moment. And I just think this whole thing is that Sydney is displaying a little bit of lack of self-awareness. Yes. It's like... You're, this is not that serious. No, and you're upsetting the other women. Like, you took away this nice, what was supposed to be a nice KFC day, and turned it into this, I, I don't even know what, drama-filled thing where the girls were so upset they didn't even get to see Joey shirtless. They didn't even get to see Joey shirtless. Like, what a crime. Horrifying but for them. They all got some chicken, at least. Yeah. Um, okay, the promo, he obviously keeps them both. Part of me thought he actually wasn't going to, because The Bachelor obviously always used to do this, where they would keep the two people couple weeks beat the dead horse they kind of stopped for a while yeah there was like a breath of fresh for a minute where and I don't remember who the lead was it was usually the bachelorettes I guess are more like put their foot down and send these people home the bachelors are more manipulable um and keep them but I kind of thought I don't know why that this was going to be the end of it and he was going to pick one That's he didn't I thought too I really in my head the same thing I was like this rose ceremony I was like maybe they're gonna do it and he's gonna Which send is Sydney so crazy. home we've seen the show so many times but again there was a moment I swear where they kind of stopped doing this they tricked us, but it, it's a classic. I think I've seen this film before. I didn't like the ending. We're getting a two-on-one date tease, which I do always enjoy. I can't I, lie. I, I agree. The first thing I wrote down when this all started was, I hope we get a two-on-one between Sydney and Maria because I feel it's going to be very entertaining. And, yeah, I'm interested to see how that one plays out. Me too. I think Maria, based just simply based on her being in the promo more, yeah. I feel like she's going to... She's going to take it. I don't know. Um, was there anything else from the episode that we missed besides, obviously, Jesse Palmer's um, trying to rewrite of This is the Final Rose tonight while eating chicken oh, at the end? Ladies, I'm sorry. Kick Rocks was my oh. favorite one that he um, that said. Funny. I had to say that I did laugh. I like that they're having Jesse Palmer poke fun at all of the criticisms that have I always been about the host of this show. When they have Jesse have a personality, he is funny. Yeah, no, he is funny. I liked that because he's when he even said, why do we why do I even say this? Like I yeah. feel like that has been something like meta. Bachelor Nation meta. We, I love a little meta moment, love the breaking of the four wall. That was fun. I don't think anything else. I just have a lot to say about this drama and I'm excited to see how it ends and plays out and um, Joey seems to have a good head on his shoulder so I'm excited to see kind of how his story comes to an end. I agree. I think that we're going to, they're probably also doing this two-part episode next week. It could be scheduling which is probably part of it but I also think it'll be a way to put a bow on it Yeah. and then in a couple weeks we'll forget that this even took up the first three episodes of the season. Um, That's their way of tricking us and making us get invested and then not care and then in three years not even remember who these people are. Um, But on that note thank you everyone. Thank you Shelby. Oh my God, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. For coming on Here for the Right Reasons. You are welcome back anytime, not just because you sit a couple desks down from me at the us weekly offices, um, but do you have a prediction, final rose? Daisy. It's hard not I, to say It's her, hard right? not to say Daisy. I do say that I think Kelsey A might be his runner-up. Okay. That was the I prediction. think Lexi. Really? Or okay. I think Lexi's going to leave and like break his heart around third place. Okay, yeah. I think I think Kelsey A is definitely up there, and but Daisy, I think it's hard to argue with the way that they, they act. I think so, too. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Shelby. And everyone, don't forget to come back next week for another episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Here for the Right Reasons.